fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The campaign is Horror on the Orient Express. Uh, it's available from Chaosium. I am the Keeper of the Secrets, and this is episode 38. Our recap will be given by Josh Harwood as his character, Dr. Dorian Dabrowski. So without any further delays, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Uh, Josh? You're muted. Oh, God. Thank you, voice in my head, for pointing out that I was muted. Oh, this, this is all getting too much for me. Uh, so, dear, dear Daria, my dear sister, it's been a while since I have written to you. Uh, so, we, um, you might have seen correspondence with your uh, husband that I was having. Um, we continue discussing Johan Winkelmann's murder after finding out about it. Uh, whilst discussing this, eventually we went, we were walking past the hotel and we saw a pale man there, which the ghost of Winkelmann is what we surmised. Uh, myself, Neruda, and the other doctor. Which I can't I can't remember his name and he hasn't hasn't changed it. Um Kurz. Doctor Kurz, mind my unprofessionalism. Uh yes, we went up because I have a somewhat skill of lock picking, which we picked up back in the day. We managed to lock pick the room and there was nothing there. That came to nothing. I decided to stay the night, as did Neruda, uh, but I went back and got my piece of the puzzle and brought it back here. We thought it might trigger something. It did not trigger anything, and it being apart from the other pieces did also not trigger anything. I am still suffering from it as is block. It is becoming quite a nuisance for us both. And I assume everyone else once we get more of the pieces. Uh, the next morning, today, <laughs> we decided uh, to visit Miss uh, Tamona, uh, which we set up. And uh, he provided us with a journal. It was in ancient Greek, so we needed to get a translator. Which we eventually did. Translator Marcius Montanelli. Uh, hopefully that will pan out more for us. But uh, Timona's house was a little weird. His butler Marcus was very, very strange man. He did not seem to like our presence. Timona was friendly, but Neruda had some doubts. Neruda had some very strange doubts that there was something beneath his clothes. This man did not have an... Uh, he was missing an arm. Usually, I wouldn't suspect anything, but knowing everything has happened to us, everything so far on our journey, I kind of have to believe Neruda. And I kind of have to find it suspicious that his wound can't just be a war wound or... A loss of whatever. I fear this is a 
piece of a puzzle for us to unravel further down the line. Eventually, back at the hotel, the main hotel, we saw a man outside, a suspicious man, and we all went our separate ways. Neruda had a trip up and down an elevator, whilst Block and Kurz departed and went and actually sat down as we were spectating a man with a red fez. I took Fursby to one side because I fear we need to keep an eye on the translator because I just do not trust leaving that, especially I think with Timona. I do not trust it and my instincts are usually not wrong. But this man with the red fez caused a cause for concern. Hopefully I can attach more to this letter for you, my dear sister. Hopefully we will meet again. But if not, I love you. Okay. So as I recall, you guys are kind of at the bar. Uh, you're getting ready to go out for lunch. Um, the fellow is in the lobby that you suspect is not is spying on you. What do you want to do? What are your plans for today? For the rest of today? Uh, oh. Herr Bloch, you have the uh, schedule of the uh, Gigante Cave from the concierge? Uh, yeah, yes, she, she provided that, that for me. Uh, she, yeah, she didn't know about the uh, pubs that were referenced in the article. Yeah, perhaps it has been too long. We might speak to a historian at some point about that if there's a local, someone who studies... Uh, business in the city um so it's uh if all of uh if everyone who decides to keep an eye on us either has an interesting head of hair or wears a fez it would be extremely convenient uh particularly <laughs> difficult to uh sneak one of those things into a cave with us without our noticing uh, with the impression, those of you who got here first, is that he's not simply sitting there reading a paper. Yeah, he is waiting for something or someone. Yeah, he's should have finished it by now. Yeah, yeah I, I'm sitting right across from him reading a paper as well. Because I am opposite. I am with you, Fedor. Hmm. So we'll see if he follows us out. Uh, yeah, maybe have uh, one of us go out and see if uh, he goes with that, and uh, then the rest get up, and maybe we can confront him then. Why uh, do you wish to confront him only to find out for whom he is working? Yeah, find out, find out what he's trying to to uh, figure out. Maybe he. Maybe he's looking for the same thing and he has some info we don't and then we can just hand him over to the black shirts. Mm. I 
I don't like the sound of that. Yeah. Well, I like I mean, the idea that he thinks we don't know that he is watching us. Yeah, I'm uh, with Roland on that point, I think. You keep an eye on him, and he he thinks that he is being very clever and a good spy. Uh, and, I mean, and if you do hand him over to the black shirts, I mean, all he's going to say is, well, you know, they're also foreigners trying to steal you yeah, know, he just says all oh, in history and or whatever. I have followed and... these communists here, uh, mm -hmm. see about the crimes they committed in Milan and Venice. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think that's as wise. But first, we have a bite, and we go to the caves. Yes. And then we see we keep an eye out if we are followed by him or another accomplice or our right. ghost. <laughs> So how are you going to get to the caves? Um, they are... Were they about, open? They're about four miles. Yeah, they do close like at five. They close at night. Except occasionally they'll have special events where they'll... Uh, what time is it now? It's lunch. probably going on lunch, so... Yeah. Well, we, could get a, we could get a cab. Yeah. yeah, in this weather, of course, we get a cab. Yeah. Maybe Dorian, you and I can get a cab and follow them like a little bit, just a little bit later. See if anyone follows the trio out. Yes, that would be smart. Yes. Yeah, I'm. I'm basically just sitting right across from that guy, and I'm reading a book or paper or whatever I have. Okay. Let's do that, Fedor. We'll get some. Uh, do do they serve uh, food here? Sure. Yeah, I'll I'll have a little. If we're going to head out to a cave, I'll have a little lunch before we head out and make it easy. Just eat here. So I'm sure there's like a dining room here in the hotel. Yeah. So get um, some hot hot soups and stuff. Are you all going to eat together or? Well, we have to communicate, so I think yeah. there's a limit to how much we can try to fool him. Yeah, and we've already been talking, uh, Dr. Kerr, so yeah, it looks silly if we didn't sit together after that. Theodorus, you're sort of spying on him, spying on you. <laughs> um, you notice he makes a couple of body language moves after a a bit that indicate that he's now getting nervous. Um, we'll say after 10 minutes, um, he suddenly folds up his newspaper, gets up and walks out the front door. Interesting. Okay, well, I'll just sort of continue sitting here for five more minutes, and then I'll sort of uh, meander over and uh, hail a taxi to, to meet up with everyone else at the caves. I will follow behind. Okay, well, this is before you guys have left. Okay. Yeah. Um, but Theodore, you're being a you're being careful. Uh, do a spot hidden for me. Certainly. Okay, this is terrifying because every come on, guys, come on. 
Fix this once. No, no, that's a fail. Okay. It's a wait, wait, wait. Let me make sure it's a fail. Yeah, no, it's 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 a fail. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, guys. So, are you are if are you going to go out? Or are you going to go to where they are? They're just literally um, twenty feet away from you in the. Yeah, I'll I'll uh, I'll just head out to the front of the uh, hotel. Go to the front where the they call the taxis and just sort of stand there and look both ways. Okay. Maybe surmising this, this entire time. I am with oh. you this entire time. Okay, as you you two step out in the front. Uh, it it only takes a glance to see. You saw which direction he went. You can see that he's now, you know, maybe fifty feet down the walkway, walking rather briskly and straight away from you. Um, the weather is cold. The wind is blowing a bit. The man has his hand on top of his fez as he's walking to keep it on. Um, How far away is he from me? Well, you're a block or two by this moment. Okay, I uh, I will like whistle for a taxi really loud in his direction. Okay. Uh, he completely ignores anything. He's uh, he's going rather briskly in that direction, and then he turns a corner. Okay. So what do we do? What do we do, Fedor? Um, do a psychology role. Oh, thanks, Tom. I'll yeah. eventually, I'll eventually succeed in something. Whoa! Look, it's so low. But my psychology is also really low. I rolled a twenty-six. Psychology is sixteen. Oh man! Oh. Can no. I assist? Can I no. roll? I am you assist? Sure. I'm right sure. there. I am you right next a, to you. After you can roll. roll a psych roll too. I don't know what my psychology, considering I am partially an alienist, I'd like to think I have some. <laughs> oh, apparently I have 68 psychology, and I rolled a 38, so that is a success. Okay. Um, Something in his movements. Um, I mean, you're thinking, you know, uh, hi, I'm a tourist here in uh, Trieste. I look around when I'm walking down the street. He's not looking around. He is focused and going definitely straight to some place. No curiosity about his surroundings at all. And he turns the corner and... I mean, when I say he's walking kind of mechanically, it's not like he's a mechanical man. It's just that he's not here for the tourism. Yeah, we need to go after this man. He seems to actually know where he's going. If, if, yeah. And how far away was that turn? Two blocks? It's a couple blocks now. I mean, if he was like less than a block, yeah, but he's so far gone. Sure. Why not? Let's go for it. We'll just, okay, hustle. Why not? What? Yeah, what's the worst that can happen if we yeah, get the, right. he could be a really slow walker. Well, it's icy and snowy, so, uh, <laughs> There's What's no the way worst that can happen. I think Dorian needs to do a I constitution or a dexterity roll. Sorry. Oh God, I don't think that's <laughs> that's seventy two. My dex is sixty five, so that's not. <laughs> so once again, Dorian slips and falls. Uh, oh, does hits he take his left me out? arm against the no? But he slips and falls and 
bangs his uh, arm against the uh, his left arm against the wall. I'll catch you. Oh yeah. You just leave your friend there on the sidewalk. (laughs) I'll get back up. It's fine. All right. Um, So, Theodore, you get to the corner. Uh, People on the street notice you running, strangely. You know, somebody even calls out, you know, be careful. (laughs) Oh, yeah, just practicing for the Olympics. And uh, when you get to the corner and you, you turn and look, you can't see him anymore. Yeah, I figure two blocks is a long ways to go. There's a are okay. That's snowing. So, are there a lot of people around, or very few people around? Well, I mean, it's just it's a busy day. It's people still go to work. They still go to lunch. They still they live in this. So, but when he ran and he went very quickly, were there a bunch of people then? Because. Mm-hmm. Two things I can track. I'm a good tracker, and that's fresh snow. So I can no, tell he's, fresh prints from. He wasn't running. He was walking just briskly. And yeah, there's still a lot of people. So oh, okay. you, so you, no you way could to notice him because of that bright red fez. Got it. But he had some place to go, I guess. Okay, you okay. sort of know the general direction. Yeah. What what's roughly do I see down here? Anything like not like cults are us or anything? Yeah, there's a big uh, big slaughtered uh, upside down hanging man. Um, children right. are dancing around it, singing songs. Is there, is there a fez shop down there? A fez shop. Yeah. Fez. There's there's nothing oh. out of the ordinary. Okay, I I'll return. Check on my my good friend Dorian. Oh, don't worry, I'm fine. Uh, my my arm a little sore, but I'm fine. All right, well, let's go find the others in, I suppose. Uh, it was a shame we lost him. I know he was a bit far out, but I wonder where he was going. He seemed to know the place. All right, so you guys catch up to each other. Um, your plan is to go out to Karst Cavern. So you get on your you get on the cab. Um, they drive you out there, uh, and um, are you just going to wander about? Are you going to take the tour? There's a, a big tour. Yeah, that goes. I th- I think we should take the tour. Okay. Well, in the tour, you see a lot of beautiful caves. You see what's considered the largest cave in the world um all pretty with colored lights that they've put so that it makes it look kind of almost fairy tale underground um the uh the tour guide gives you the size the dimensions and the fact that it's all been explored uh he does um a lot of the uh if you've ever been in a cave they usually do the thing where they turn off the lights so that you can experience real total darkness and uh, and things like that. And it takes about an hour. It's fairly simple. The, the walkways make it easy to walk around. And, um, that uh, the couple of facts you get from it is that uh, the stalactites and stalagmites are made out of calcite. And... Mm-hmm. Um, 
despite the fact that they look like rock, they're actually quite soft. Um, that's why you're not allowed to touch anything that the oils from your hands getting on them will stop them from growing. And, uh, and she, uh, he or she, I can't remember, it'll say he, he shows you places where in the beginning people cut out pieces to take home as souvenirs, um, which basically destroys that part of the cave for 10,000 years, you know, until it grows back. Um, but it's actually, it's, it's a little harder than chalk, but uh, not as hard as like limestone. And the, um, the structures that are built recently, little walkways over a stream and the fixtures for the colored lights, they have a calcite coating on them somewhat. Well, unfortunately, it was before we really understood things like that. So uh, it's been a tourist trap for you know, 30 years now, and parts of the cave are already destroyed. So we've used those bits and pieces. Yeah, That's, probably that some of it is, is, you know, so it's probably part of it is damaged already. A lot of soot deposit in some places from before they had electrics. Indeed. But uh, I'm looking to see if any of the uh, stone residue matches the things that we saw in the Darmano home on that statue and the um, vase. Um, well, yeah, I guess it all matches. It's a very similar chemical process. Um, you definitely do see things that were in place probably when the cave first was explored and opened that are covered in uh, in calcite and deposits. Things so, that just got left by, you know, the bits and pieces of even planks and logs and things like that that are now covered. Oh. So uh, judging by what we saw in the Termano home, uh, it is very similar. Does it seem like the things that we saw in the home are more likely to have come from the cave or just they have a similar experience some, of some kind? I would say that you can't think of a way that they would get those odd deposits on them except if they were left for a long time in a cave. Mm -hmm. But that theoretically could also be like a wine cellar that was deep underground and really yeah. old but it, uh, for that matter odd odd that something valuable wouldn't be cleaned on a regular basis that it would be there long enough to to you know develop a deposit like that on it odd indeed hmm. i asked the tour guide if the, the uh, oh I, I asked the tour guide if the uh, caves were uh, used for dwellings, sort of like Cappadocia in Turkey was used for uh, dwellings, and like maybe because you know the Romans were here. Did, did the Romans uh, dwell in here? Maybe uh, use it as an arsenal that they could hide. As as far as we know, the answer is no. That oh, the uh, the entrance area is fairly small. I'm making this up. I haven't researched the yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Yeah. It's fairly small. Um, 
so they might not have even noticed that they were there at the time. Okay. All right. There's, of course, going to be evidence of animals that drifted in and got stuck and died. Yeah. That's fairly but, common. And there's probably bats. In parts but it wasn't a gathering place for artists or anything no. like that. that they know. Okay. All right. So you spend an hour or two there. Um, and it's all very interesting, but you're not sure if it has any bearing on anything in particular. How big is the tour group? Oh, maybe 15 people. Yeah. All Nobody of them who looks around. No one looks familiar or striking or no one, looks no one has a newspaper with a hole cut in it. <laughs> Nope, nobody like that. Yeah. Well, so, so we have good tourists now. Three thirty or so. If you leave, you you end up back in Trieste. Where do you want them to drop you off? Back at the hotel. Um, maybe we could uh, swing by and see how the. Was it this morning that we? Dropped it off for translation, or was that yesterday? Yeah, it was just, it was just this morning. So. All right, then no point bothering him that quick yeah, about it. it. No, it was, months. yes, it was, yeah, it was this morning. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so the old one, there was some talk about keeping an eye on the translator's house, because we were concerned everything seemed so pleasant and easy. We didn't want to see this innocent translator get murdered or see him pack a bag and slip away onto a ship for the Orient. But I don't know who felt so strongly about that. Or I was I was one of the ones thinking about that. Uh, do for pursuing that would have probably required uh, immediately doing it though, because we've now had a sizable chunk of time to elapse. We could check in on them. Maybe we could find a, a convincing. Maybe we forgot something, forgot to mention something. I don't know if we could add any value to what he's doing or insight. I mean, my curiosity is, yeah, Tremona had this document for a long time and is only now having it translated by this friend of his. Yeah, yeah, both both are a little suspicious one is the the amount of time and then two if that indicates something nefarious then his his friend might not be all on the up and up here but then again he could have just denied us access or entry if if he was trying to hide it yeah, he did yeah. not show this to us Darmona could have said oh the... i was just going to say that just to remind you that it was like his great grandfather that acquired all of the stuff, and it's more or less been sitting in a house museum for years. Yeah. Oh, okay. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. It seemed like nobody's ever come and asked about it before. <laughs> so. Yeah. 
Yeah, I I don't think we yeah, should it, drop it, in today. That that's my that's my opinion. Uh, it's, it's, it's really if, been only about Tremona, three or four. Yeah, yeah wouldn't it wouldn't make sense if Tremona is part of the the Brotherhood of the Skin or whatever they're called these days. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know why you would kill the translator. Well, not so much kill, just have he it. wants the translation. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, fair point. And if and if they if the the skinless cult is is trying to find this, and maybe they're following us, maybe that would be the only concern. Then would be maybe we inadvertently led them to where this key of the puzzle is. Except the Temona family and their acquisition of the papers has been public knowledge also for all this time. Yeah, yeah, good point. I wonder so, why they never pursued that avenue then, because it sure seems like a, a worthwhile avenue to 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 search out, unless they already know where that piece is. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, I well, think mostly they, we. Uh... They knew... If they knew where it was, we would never see that piece again. True. Yeah. I think so they're they more interested in looking. tailing us or seeing what we're doing anything else here yeah look at this article again. Hmm. Yeah. so uh, we could drop by the hotel vanoli and see if our friend the ghost is staring at the window at us again maybe he does sign language we can have a chat <laughs> or maybe we are just impatient we have been running very quickly from one thing to another and we simply must wait until tomorrow when we see what the ancient greek says Maybe yeah, I mean, take a oh. break, take a take a take an afternoon off. I mean, I'd be happy to go by the library and do a little history checking. Uh, see if, uh, as Doctor Curse suggested, possibly those uh, bars that the soldiers hung out with back in the Napoleonic days. See if we could find any. We've also where they were located. There was also the matter of the scrolls. We got the scroll of the head, but there are other scrolls that we need to find. So perhaps yeah. we can also spend some time in a library trying to find any reference to such artifacts. We have not done so yet. Maybe we could stop by a pastry shop and buy something like a nice uh, cannoli for the man with no uh, hands or tongue that we frightened the last time we went to the library. Oh, yeah. Bring yeah, I, a box of chocolates. Yeah, just no finger food. So that'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> so what food do you get a man with no hands and no tongue? Soup? I don't know. Soup, um, yeah. <laughs> get straw. With a straw, get yeah. Straw. <laughs> Take right. the cannoli, blend it. It's okay. a nice library. So you're gonna head to the library, have the yeah. taxi drop you yeah. off there. Yeah, I think so. All right. So you head into the library. Uh, what were you going to look up? I was wanted to look into like um I was trying to figure out, you know, where those bars were that the Napoleonic soldiers hung out with in the one or what mm-hmm. article we found. Uh, what were they called? They were the drunken goat. 
Yeah. Some sort of lizard also. Maybe they yeah. have historical maps somewhere. They have a, a local history exhibit or wing or collection. Yeah, the Lizard's Cave Tavern. Lizard's Cave. Hmm. They, uh, well, the caves are famous. Um, oh. Go ahead and do, go ahead and do a library roll. Long day. So this is good. Mm. I'll spend the five luck to pass. Okay. Well, with a regular pass, all you're going to find is you're going to find some old maps, but they don't mm -hmm. list each individual place. They list street names and so right. forth. Um could could I could I assist? Could I assist Gunther on that? And well, yeah, you're all there. He's, he's checking one stack. I'll check another stack. Yeah, but that's probably all you're going to find. It's not like okay. anybody would have a list of ancient, you know, uh, <laughs> two hundred year old bars in town. Um, oh, wait till you hear about MacGuffin's new book. Mm -hmm. Okay. So MacGuffin's index of. Places Bars. of past import. Hmm. Okay. So, uh, I would like the rest of you to do spot hiddens. Ooh, look at that! Ninety-three. So ten is a hard is an extreme success. Ah. Uh -huh. What is that noise? Um. All right, with an extreme success, uh, you notice that there is at one of the tables at the end of one of the tables, there is an open book. Uh, but there's nobody sitting there. Um. Uh, with your number ten, with your eagle eyes, you're looking around the room. And you catch a glimpse of our no armed or no no the man with no hands. Um, he is across the library behind the stacks, and he's not looking at you directly, but he is looking at a couple of the other uh, of the rest of you, and he's sort of peeking out and. He looks distressed, um, but not like runaway distressed. Uh, he doesn't see you, Dr. Naruto, looking at him. But he's watching. I'll just does. say, don't look now, but our unfortunate friend is, is watching us. Be careful not to spook him. Which way should I not look? Uh, over your left shoulder. Good. Um, well, if you are right that he uh, was silenced with the removal of his tongue and hands, perhaps he has found another way to communicate with us. Maybe. I will wander over to that open book. Okay. 
um, you wander to the open towards the open book, and when you when you're just about there, you see him turn and he looks in your direction. But he doesn't run away. He just looks at you suddenly. You know, and, and he's looking, and he's looking back at the others and going back and forth like he's nervous. What do you want to do? Um, what is, what's, what, what is he looking at? What's the book? No, he's looking at you and he's looking at you, you the others. Oh. He doesn't um, say, oh, the book. I'm sorry, you said the book. Yeah. The um, book. Greek mythology. Just some. Okay, so I'll just. Mythology. I'll kind of start like um, walking towards him, and I'll just uh, just kind of call it very gently. Um, so you're uh, you enjoy the classics. And he he raises his hands. He's like, uh, I'll move to follow him if he wants to go somewhere. Yeah. So yeah, he kind of in, in moves for you to to follow him. Now mm -hmm. yeah, follow. Um, the rest of you see this now, and he looks over at you as well. He's just. I'll uh, put down my frustrating atlas that I was looking at and uh, calmly walk over. <laughs> okay. So he's heading for the door. Okay. So you're all following? Mm. Okay. If this is a trap, I would be very surprised. Um, as I'm heading in that direction, I take a good look around at the rest of the people in the library. Does anyone seem to be watching us intently or? No. There you might okay. get a glance from one of the librarians looking up. Okay. I'm looking All over right. at the book that's on the table. And then... Sure. I'll, I'll <laughs> about that. I just want um, to make sure there's no impending right. doom here. All right. So he gets to the door and he steps out and the wind is blowing and it's cold. And he's he's looking very intently in all directions as he gets outside. And then he turns and he starts walking you know, side sideways down the street. And occasionally he panics and he turns back and he looks to see if you're still following. He continues on. So he continues on for maybe 10 minutes. And sometimes he's a little faster and sometimes he's a little slower. Sometimes he slips a little bit in the ice and and recovers and then keeps going and then keeps looking back to make sure that you're still following. Mm -hmm. And you are, if you are. Um, yeah. Interject if you want to do something. I'll, I'll um, try to speed up so I'm like right by his side. Okay. Can I can I do a navigate roll to kind of get a feel for what are we heading away from our hotel or you know get a feel of kind of where he's taking us? Well, it's easy enough to do. You're, you you okay. don't even have to roll. Um, 
He's definitely taking you into a poorer part of town. Okay. Uh, yeah. A little bit more industrial. Um, eventually, he turns onto a street. Um, I'll, I'll add this. There's a couple moments when he sees black shirts. Mm-hmm. And he immediately turns and motions for you to come like down an alley instead, uh, trying to avoid the black shirts. Eventually, you come into an area. It's it's kind of industrial. There are a few tenement buildings. Um, it's not very clean. It's kind of dirty. Uh, down an alley into an opening in the area. And there is a small, um, run-down, really run-down-looking hovel um, that he heads towards. And uh, uh, gets up there and sort of pushes open the door. Um, it's not very well constructed. Looks like it could fall down. Um, uh, but he motions for you to come inside and he's giving you that look like quickly, quickly, you know. All right. So you get inside. He, he walks over to the fireplace, um, which doesn't have a fire in it. And he stops there for a second and he's looking at a, a picture uh, in a frame on the uh, on the mantle, and he stops for just a moment and sort of freezes in place, and then he turns around, and what comes out is uh, an odd display of jerky movements and um, and mumblings, not mumblings, but <laughs> he seems very upset and very almost hysterical his arms waving about um, uh, and he's pointing at things and there's stuff on the floor and it's not very clean. And he's definitely trying to communicate something to you, but you don't know what it is. How close did I have? You say his name and he like looks at you surprised. Is, is yeah, there a pen? He has no hands. So. <laughs> oh, well, that's right. Do any of us happen to have a nice ballpoint pen that we could uh, have they take out? Yet? Um, a fountain pen, yeah. Fountain pen. Yeah, fountain um, pen, yeah. Well, do a spot hidden for me, looking around the room. Oh, yeah, because I want to write to this guy and, uh, hey, look at that, it worked. I see something. Regularly, I regularly see something. Okay, um, there's a typewriter. So uh, you you get the impression he used to write. Um, there are dirty pages of things all over the place. Oh, and yeah. that's what he, I was going to do. I was going to look around, and, like pick things up off the floor, look for books, papers, anything. Is there a? Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, how's this going to work? So we can speak Italian to him, and he can respond speak, to this. We can speak German to him. He's German. Oh, yeah, that, that's even better. He'd uh, actually understand that. I mean, I'm sure he speaks Italian or spoke Italian. But uh, so, uh, yeah, how close again, we had asked, uh, after we upset you before, we had asked the librarians for your name because we felt sorry to have bothered you. Yeah. Uh, the picture on the mantle is important, yes? He points at it. Um, 
it shows a picture of him much younger uh, standing next to a woman and a child. Mm. And he <laughs> sort of takes his arm and sort of brushes up against the the woman in the picture. Yeah, your family, I, I guess, yes. <laughs> and he so, starts walking around the room looking for stuff. Okay. Want to do? Thigh crawl on him. I just want to get a general, more of a general gist. Uh, you can tell it's a. It's he's got a combination of, um, fear, hysteria, and you think that he might be a little bit. Yeah. As well. Yeah, yeah cool. <laughs> that. I'm going to start, like, uh, you know, if there's papers strewn about, kind of like putting it into a pile, you know, somewhat tidying up the place. And what I'm looking for is if he, like, I grab something, he's like, he acts like, oh, hey, I wanted you to see that or that's important to me, you know. Um, so you start tidying up as you say and when he notices you he gets a look of um, I guess you could maybe mistake it for anger it's frustration uh, he comes over and he just knocks the papers out of your hands um, it, uh, it, is there something you want to show us here <laughs> And then he sees something on a on a table, and he goes, "Bang!" And he hits hits the paper uh, that's on the table, uh, and and then points at it with his stump. Fragments from Helmut Grossinger's journal in German, going back to Roman Tergusti. Although Friedrich Wilhelm von Junten suggests that the cult may have been a survival from older times uh dot, 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 seemed to prefer living in parentheses dwelling in caverns beneath the surface the plentiful karst caravan formations in this vicinity the name is derived from gross this slovene name for this area would provide ideal an absolute dot 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 for um some other place Andromeda's galaxy. What in the world? De Ver Vermis Mysterious. They can manifest as human fish, visible through the skin, internal organs pulsing and glistening, Guntanathoa. Still others are thought to worship the windwalker Ithaha. Dot dot dot. Overheard them discussing some task which their masters had given the cult many years ago as yet unfulfilled. Unspecified punishments were fingers, toes, eyes, limbs grafted onto the body. May ha may move of its own volition or at the will of dot, 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 ordered to keep alert and to proc procure any artifacts that might have magical powers to offer to the invisible. And as you're reading this, he's just becoming somewhat hysterical. And he's, you say, fingers, and he waves his arms and he points to his mouth, and he, he's got tears in his eyes. Did did the cult take your your fingers to graft onto them? 
so sorry, Metis. And he, he, he moves for you to follow him again. And uh, he steps back outside and he he goes does this towards you and then he goes you wish us to go to someone and destroy them no 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 we must go over there what direction is that northeast is that the caves in your journal? Is that where they are? But what's northeast? Do we roughly know what's northeast from here? Well, like, what are some things that are northeast? Herr Grossinger, if I may ask you a question. We were in a home this morning, uh, and we saw uh, there were uh, art artifacts in the home that had a crust of rock on them as though they were in deep caverns. Does this sound like the people you have had trouble with? He yeah. just keeps pointing towards the northeast. And looking towards the northeast, is it a particular mountain or hill or anything over there? Or is it is just... that where the Termona house was? There's buildings in that direction from where you're... No, no, it wasn't where Termona was or the caverns do you want us to destroy something because because you seem to react when I... <laughs> yes yes completely annihilate something like over that there. but what is over there as he's doing that around the corner down the street you see some black shirts mm -hmm. and when he sees them he just looks at you and he goes yeah, and he runs and goes into his house and slams the door. Okay. And we put our arms behind our back and whistle and walk in a direction away from the way the black shirts are walking, not opposite or towards them, but perpendicular. Often perpendicular. <laughs> All right. Um, you walk for about ten minutes, and. Um, uh, you're heading back into the main part of town. Mm -hmm. Do a spot hidden for me. Oh, come on, baby. As you are all walking together nonchalantly yeah. in the cold and the, and the wind. Yeah. 96. Oh, four. Together we make 100. So, Dr. Roland, Dr. Kurz, um, you notice. And then you suddenly sort of put your hand out for everybody to stop. But down the street, you can see that red-headed man. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't seem to notice you, but he it looks impatient, like he has lost your trail. Hmm. Uh, friends, you see our... Uh... The curious hello. Do you think we can keep out of his sight and watch him, or maybe two of us? I think maybe Thursby uh, and Dombrowski, or maybe Sneaky. I'm I'm very sneaky. Ah, very good. Maybe the three of us then. We keep very sneaky indeed. Yeah, so, I'm. Go ahead. 
Yeah, I think it's easier to follow someone as three than as five. So maybe we step back into this, on this uh, side streets before he sees us, and then we go back to the library or something uh, and find you in an hour, and you tell us what uh, what the redhead man does. Sounds like a good plan. He's alone. He's alone. In fact, he's he's. Uh, sort of impatiently moving back and forth like should he turn here or should he continue straight um it and it's definitely the path that you were taking when you went went to grossinger's mm -hmm. um it only lasts a moment before he finally takes a chance he turns around he starts moving down the alley that that you guys actually moved down yeah, he's a good hunter. I'll try and hide in the shadows. You're going to try to catch up so that you... He's yeah. now around the corner. From the oh, okay. He's oh, moving. Yeah. I thought, thought he was coming down the alley we were in. Okay, no, yeah. Yeah, I'll try and catch gotcha. up to him. All right. Yeah. You you run up to the alley, and um, as you get to the alley and you look down the alley, you see him now stepping out of the alley onto the other street. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, as he's standing there, sort of looking towards the right, which was the direction that you went, a black uh, uh, car, like a gangster car, I guess, um, suddenly screeches to a halt right next to him, and you see two gentlemen jump out of it, and they grab him and start beating on him. And they wrestle him to the ground, and they drag him into the car, and then the car peels away. The two men looked like Turks. Yeah. Um, the redhead, by the way, does not look like a Turk. Right, yeah. <laughs> and these Turks were dressed like businessmen. They didn't have fezes on their heads. Right. I don't think we can continue following him at this point. <laughs> no, no. Well, they went, uh, we can tell what road they went down, but yeah, we're not going to catch up to a speeding car. Yeah. So <laughs> I guess we are not going to see they him. they took him, that means he, is he affiliated, is he affiliated with a different party? I would well, think so, because I assume they, they took him pretty rough and Seems to be multiple people interested in this, and well, yeah, definitely multiple people. But who? Hmm. I don't think we're going to get the answers without actually confronting him, which will be a bit impossible at this moment. In time. Yeah, please still has his tongue. I am worried where Grossinger was pointing. He was. This Northeast. Well, if if what his journal said was true, and there is some kind of entities and human worshippers in those caves, it mentioned that they collect things. They could be in possession of, say, a particular yeah. 
artifact brought by a murdered Winkleman to this place. So maybe it's somewhere within the cavern system? Maybe. What 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 is north? What is other than buildings? What is northeast? Is the cab are the caverns northeast? This is to the junior. There's lots of caverns in the mountains, but the uh, the karst caverns are in one direction. Um, northeast, the next major town would be Postumia, hmm. along the uh, the tracks of the. Uh, Orient Express. Uh, now back to you. I don't know if uh, it just he's pointing northeast. He wants us to destroy something. That's seemingly what he was trying to uh, convey. Is he on about? Uh, I felt he was much harder to read. Yes. I don't know what, what is. He was distressed. He was, it's from a psychological perspective. It is, it's difficult to, when someone is that distressed and that out of it and uh, has that much trauma, it's very much hard to read from. So, hmm. so the library is still open. Um, uh, probably for not much longer. Hmm. Like yeah. it's about about four o'clock now. Yeah, uh, he's just in his notes. He mentioned uh, a book. I just wonder if they would have that book at the library. See if that could provide a clue. Like Day Vermis Mysterious or uh, it, it's uh, there's a copy of that at a Miskatonic. Oh well, but it won't do us much good in here the, in the, uh, in the yeah. restricted collection. You're probably oh. aware of it as a as a dangerous book. Yeah, but I've probably never read it, so it's like mm -hmm. it's interesting that this Grossegar has in better days aware of the work of von Junst, which is fairly esoteric. I wonder what he was before his calamities. I wonder what happened to his family. Uh the photograph on the mantelpiece, was he 10 years older than that? Yeah, probably at least. At least. And so the child. I mean, he looks be... like he's been aged badly. Yeah. Yeah, the torment and filth. But the child might be an adult now if the child had lived, assuming the child did not, that this family is lost to him. I wonder who he was. That's something else. Perhaps another library can tell us. Perhaps Grossinger made a name for himself in some capacity before he found himself washed up here in Trieste with psychological and physical damage to such an extent. I mean, well, and yeah. his, I mean, his journal referred to this locality by the Slovenian name. Yeah, as part of historic research. Here was the implication not that he. Been... It's he... only been Trieste for a few years, I believe, at this point. Yeah. When the Austrians, when the Austrians turned the city over to Italy. At war at the end of World War One, so. But he was referring to the Roman name, 
and then greater antiquities beyond that, I believe. Well, he said Turgesnet. Yeah, he referred to it by the... Um... Oh, that's a German name? Turgest is what it was called. It's actually the Roman name, but that's what it's been called up until World War One was finished. <laughs> I thought the implication was that he was referring to a very ancient religion that was perhaps before even the Roman. Yeah. Yeah, I think he was referring. He did say something. But, but he just referred to the town as Turgeste. Or is it? I wonder so are you if we have back? misjudged. Yeah, we should see if there's a message perhaps at the hotel. Oh, yeah, we can see the library first if we have a, a few minutes. Yeah, I mean, even if we get get in for the last half hour, that's still something. It's it's yeah. a roll die. Well, we could look at a map and just kind of see yeah. what is northeast from where he was. I mean, we know where his hovel was. Um. Uh, yeah, you don't. I mean, there's the 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 city and proper. There's there's no landmarks in that direction. Okay. Um. That you can find, unless hmm. they're underground. But there's right, not yeah. really a lot of that here. Maybe. No, maybe it would be worth looking at the near the nearby town. As well, looking into that history, see if it connects. Anything north, anything northeast, I guess. It's not far of a stretch. We don't really know what he was on about. Obviously, there's a big link to cav the caverns, so it would be better to research more into them. But he did seem a little bit out of his mind, so. This is all hoping then, that he's giving us some coherent information. Well, if he was pointing about caverns, maybe he would point northeast but down, like he's meaning underground, but he was pointing up. So I don't know. So maybe hmm. he is meaning on the land, so it might be worth looking at. I mean, what he should do is is take up a pencil between his two stumps and type, but I don't think he is... I don't think he can comprehend he, anything at the moment. He does he not focus very... Yeah. Well, maybe you should give him some therapy, although talk therapy is difficult with a man who cannot speak. Yes, I, I could analyze him, but I am not as... Uh, I am not as great as my father was. My father was, but... Huh. You're amazing, Dabrowski. Well, I mean, perhaps we could contact that uh, that fellow and uh, uh, I think his name's uh, Sigmund. Sigmund Freud. Oh, is it Viennese? Yeah. Huh. So in the library, I would like to talk to one of the, if there's any staff that we saw helping Grossinger before, I would like to ask if they know about his family or his injuries. Um. All right, so you go you go back to the library. Um, you recognize the same librarian from yesterday who was helping him turn the pages. Um, he says, I, I don't I don't really know. Uh I think that he used to be a journalist or a reporter or he wrote things. I, I don't know. Um 
As to family, I've never known him to have any family. He's been in that condition. That's that's when I got to know him. He had a family. That's, that's very sad. Yeah. So how long ago did you meet him that he already had this affliction, these afflictions? He's been coming in here maybe three years. I don't know. He might mm -hmm. have been around before that. I just haven't paid he that would much not attention. Have... Yeah, he would not have attracted the attention, but about three years, perhaps. Did, did was there a period in which his injuries seemed more fresh, or he's always been the same in your experience? I've, I've yeah, he's always been more or less the same. Okay. I never saw him bandaged, if that's what you're asking. Ah, uh, yes. Um, I'm gonna kind of go through like, you know, if he was like mugged and had his hands cut off tongue cut off especially if he's a journalist i'm sure there'd be something written up about that and in, in in old newspapers or okay so yeah go ahead and do a library roll for good me that you know, for checking try to look at the nearby town the one that you mentioned was not oh one <laughs> oh one you thoroughly go through all of the journals the newspapers everything you find nothing no, oh, screw you, O one. <laughs> uh, what did you say? I'm sorry, Dorian. Uh, I want to look at that northeastern town along the tracks. Just um, Postumia. Yeah. Um, it's had a number, of, just like uh, just like Trieste. The names changed. Uh, it was Adelsberg. Um. Before that, it was, uh, it had a name that was in Slovene, which is close to Postumia, but spelled with their, you know, post, post, post <laughs> spelled uh, P O S T O J in A. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Uh, and the Italians changed to Postumia. Um, it does have also extensive caves. Um, though nothing like uh, the grand, uh, the one that you just went to today. Yeah, would those caves be more northeastern, I guess? Than About 50 miles is how far it is. Is Postumia from here. All right, other than that, you don't really find anything. The library is closing. Yeah. Um, you guys are getting uh, hungry, probably. Um, you going to go back to the hotel? Probably a safe. Yeah. For bite to eat. So you get back to the hotel, and it's dark. And, um, when you sort of wonder, I mean, the, the wind has been blowing all day, and it's now that it's getting into evening, it's getting colder and, and windier. Uh, you notice that the old tree that was around the block uh, has blown over, and it has taken the power lines with it. Uh, and as you walk into the hotel, uh, there are a number of employees who are standing there with, uh, uh, you know, uh, lanterns. Uh, what are they? Uh, hurricane lanterns. 
and they're like, we're so sorry. Um, the power's been knocked out. Mm. Um, we're still functioning. Uh, all of the employees have lamps. Uh, we can provide you with lamps if you need that. We're going to be serving uh, candlelight dinner. Uh, we have no other choice at the moment. It's probably going to be tomorrow before they can fix it. Oh, wonderful. Uh, where's a lantern? I'd love to have one. Yeah, he hands you Oh, will the room still be warm? Oh, they Not should bad. be. Yeah, the fire okay. fire will keep them warm. Okay. Um, yes. Will, will you be joining us then for dinner? It's quite yes. cold outside, but yeah. uh, the heating is on. B? Yeah. Did you want to... Uh, I'm sorry. I'm not going to give you hints <laughs> about things to do. I I would like to go to our room and check on our pieces. Okay. Damn. Uh, you go up and you check on your your stuff. Everything is in place where you I left it. Go... I kind of um, want to go check out the tree. Okay, good. Was Still... it blown over or was it? From where you were standing, it looked like it had blown over. You know, the roots were up, okay. up in the the air, and the dirt, there was dirt everywhere. It happens. Yeah. Um, this tree has stood up through many bora, however, so it is worth noting that it is happening while we are here. Have uh, we've got a lot of information, but I feel like we have. Hit a stump almost because there has yes. to be some connection in what we know. In what we know about everything so far, so far we're grossing and everything. There's got to, and the caverns, there's got to be something that we can yeah. follow. Well, t tomorrow we're going to have a translated journal, most likely. Let mm. us hope that oh. something comes of that. I will ask, of course, the staff how extensive the blackout is. Is it one block or ten blocks or? It's it's everything on this street. Oh, okay, not too bad. Okay. Not very extensive, uh, but hard to repair, of course, in the weather. Yeah. Indeed, yeah. Now, but of course, we're we could... very, very sorry for the inconvenience. You know. Um. Uh, after a few minutes, there is a knock at your door and Ooh. it is a uh, a, a houseboy from the, the hotel and he has a tray in his hand and a package on top of the tray and he says um, this was left for you uh, uh, about uh, a half an hour ago what's the name who left it um, it it's from a uh, Mar Mar um, Marcius uh, uh, Mononelli. Uh, Marcius oh, yeah. Mononelli. Oh, thank you. I'll give him a tip. Whatever. I I give him a little tip. Okay. And he's thank you, sir. And he turns around and he leaves. Did he look scared, or did he just look no. like a kid delivering a package? He big smile on his face. And, okay, excellent. You know, the uh, the he box looked like like staff from here. Yeah, 
the box so, isn't ticking by any chance, no, is it's, it? It's not, but it is about the size of the journal. Okay. Take it Perhaps in the room and... Marcius did a faster job than he expected he could. Yeah, maybe it was fascinating and he just kept going. So, so um, you open it up and the journal is in there. Uh, there are a few pages and there is kind of a note on the top of it all. Uh, mm -hmm. And Marius says, um, uh, uh, I translated part of this, but no more. Yeah, too upsetting. He says, uh, he says, uh, it, well, just basically that. It's obviously that it disturbed him. Okay, well, we we can get the where he left off. We can have someone else translate it. Do you want to read what he did, or do you want to go to dinner first? I'd I want to read. I'd rather what... just read it. Yeah, okay. you can get room service. Yeah, get Are you the okay if I read it aloud, gentlemen? I... Oh, please. He always had a great baritone voice, Dabrowski. No, oh, thank you. So, this is what you read. Yes, yeah, Winkleman's diary. Further May, the tablet of Tlikshree, uh, whatever that second of it is, is correct. And I have traveled to Regensburg and foolishly spoken with the many angled ones. Curse my stupidity. They've compelled me to carry a medallion to another enclave near to guest. I am warned not to approach about the medallion, lest I be destroyed. I suspect it is a component in some dark ritual, and I fear it may aid them in eventually releasing their so-called god from its frozen arctic prison. 15th of May. I curse those overwhelming entities, and I curse myself for seeking them. Each night the horrible dreams return, and I get no peace. I do not know how to go on. My love of art, which has been my life, has become meaningless to me. I no longer see the faces of my friends and comrades, but perceive only painted masks on grinning skulls. I wear my own mask, too, and talk of the art and antiquities. But beauty has gone from the world, and my words are ashes in my mouth. 1st of June. Arrived safely in Tegesta. The dreams that have haunted me since Regensburg continue. My one hope is that after I have delivered the medallion, the dreams will stop. Please, God, make them stop. 2nd of June. Met a local man, Archangeli. A fellow who promises some diversion. More importantly, through certain gestures and words, he leads me to believe that he knows of the local colony of Loiga and can guide me to their lair. Third of June. I cannot trust Archangeli. He is... He has asked to see the medallion as a sign of my appointment as courier, but his manner is sly, and I suspect that he would prefer to carry the medallion himself. These courtes vie for the favors of their masters. I have stalled him, but without his help I cannot reach their secret lair. 5th of June. In my despair I weakened and performed the ritual, and spoke with the twin obscenities that appeared, and learned from whence they came. The entities know I am here with their medallion, and tell me to bring it with me to their subterranean lair, or incur their wrath. I am sick at heart. They have said that escape is impossible, and I believe them. I must obey or die, and even that 
may not free me. 6th of June. I managed to give that rogue Arcangeli the slip, and have hidden the medallion. I'm certain now that he intends to steal it, as I came upon him searching my room. I shall have to wait until I am no longer watched, and make my own way to the caverns at Adelsburg to deliver the amulet. I dare not go there without it. 7th of June. Arcangeli continues to plague me, and I cannot recover the amulet without his notice. I have discovered that he, along with other cultists who serve those loiger, attempt to steal every occult item which passes of this way, and make thereof offerings to please the worms. I fear that they will find the amulet, denying me the opportunity to complete my appointed duty, and that these dreams will never cease. I guess it was worth looking into that town after all. Sounds like the caverns of uh, Adelsburg might be a place to look into. So the next small stop along the track. Hmm. Yeah, and the correct direction that for uh, crossing us suggests. So I was correct to look into that town. Hmm. What are these Loiger he speaks of? Mm. Like I do a... not know. Name of but a cult or something is what I thought it was. He mentioned winged, and we've been troubled by winged gargoyle creatures. Yeah. Is there a correlation between them? Yeah, also worms, and there was a dragon in the in the deep cave in the yes. text we read from the Crusades. Have we uh, yeah. been being stalked by one of these? It's this cult he mentioned who uh, are in league with his loigas of a of is a whatever that is, is that what is following us? Question. I, I uh, yeah, I wonder also again uh, if our business here is done and we should move on to Postumia. Or if there's still a matter, after all, we perhaps owe this uh, red-haired man an apology. He seems to have been assaulted on our behalf. He might be an ally and not a foe. And there's the question of the calcite on the objects in their Termano home. I wonder if they have a cave system perhaps beneath their own wine cellar and their own secrets. There was the discrepancy between the friendliness of our host and the surliness of Marco. Oh, there's much to consider. There's much to consider, but will we even find well, the, the medallion? I mean, isn't the medallion hidden somewhere around here? Still? The medallion is in Postumia in Adelsberg, we think. Adelsberg. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that's that. Or did yeah. he hide it before taking it to Adelsberg? We have to read the text again more closely. I thought he hid it here and he couldn't get it. And that was he never problem. made it to Adelsburg. He was murdered yeah, here. He was murdered yeah. here. Yeah. So the medallion. The missing eighth medallion is somewhere in town. Here. Perhaps perhaps and, with and his we... ghost at the other hotel. Yes, there's the matter that goes. And if we are going to go to those caves and hope that they have something there that we need. We need this medallion. It's probably wise to have the medallion. 
So we've got to find it. Hmm. Which means it might dinner? be somewhere beneath that hotel. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, let's see. But Gabriel, obviously, before we eat, Gabriel, you did note that there was something odd with Tomona. And with the cow side, maybe you are not the that thing. The thing where his arm should have been. Broncos. The grafting. Oh, you think maybe it's a finger? Hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, there's uh, an association there now that wasn't there before. <laughs> it, is it possible you are correct? Because um, the caverns could, the caverns from there could potentially. Reach further, not uh, Adelsberg, but the caverns that we saw. It could reach further. And the Tremona family seems to have a keen know. interest in collecting things. Yeah, that's in line and with yet, what this paper said. And yet, never bothered to have this translated. Again, perhaps there were just too many items. But it is, is just it worth seeing if the medallion made its way to Tremona after all, and he's had it. We there. might we try getting the rest of this translated by someone else he did mention he performed the that uh a ritual that summoned the the twin obscenities and they were the ones that uh what wanted this medallion to be returned to the lair so the problem is Theodore. if this this person reacted so poorly to translating it the others they will probably read this part the part that is translated before actually translating the rest just to get a gist of where they're going. Well, academic circles are also very small. I don't know how many people who can read ancient exactly. Greek yeah. are interested. I don't think anyone will take it. But I'm sure they all know each other. Mm -hmm. I just don't think we would get anyone to translate it further. Yeah, we also have a reason that he was writing his diary in ancient Greek. He wanted it to be very difficult yes. for others because he was betraying his friends. He had no more friends. What did he say? They were just masks over yeah. skulls. Yeah. Well, at least we now know more about what occurred with him. So yes. yeah, he was a Faust type. He sought interaction with some devil to gain knowledge or power, and was destroyed. So we put this someplace safe, and we go down to dinner, and then we consider our next step. I would very much like some coffee yeah, and uh, after, potatoes. After that, read yes. <laughs> okay. So you, where are you going to stash it? Whose room? Oh, I'm going to keep the book on me. I'm going to put it in my inside coat pocket. I don't want that going anywhere. Okay. Um, on on the right. other side, on the opposite side of my holstered uh, of course. Uh, 45. All right. So you, you end up going down to our uh, beautiful candlelit dinner. There's quite a few people in the in the dining room. It's actually quite magical looking with all the little candle lights and you know there's shadows and there's warmth and it's quite comfortable. They've prepared an, a special meal because they want to make you happy even though you've lost the electricity. So you begin your meal. You know, there's bread and there's things. They bring out some soup. 
drink some soup. The proper wines are served with everything, and you know they they bring you out the fish dish after that. And mm-hmm. You're sitting there. I'd like you to all do spot hiddens. If it's the red-haired man, I want a bonus die. It's my uh, turn for a one. Uh, I did get a regular success. I got a 10. We are watching right. at last. So, yeah, you're looking around. You're keeping your eyes open. It's a little hard to see, of course, because it's just candlelight. So making out faces isn't so easy. But Naruto got a 1. You, you, it, it's almost imperceptible, but as you're sitting there looking around and looking especially at one another across the table, Dr. Naruto, you get the funny impression that everyone at the table is shrinking. And Dr. Curry's, you you kind of start to notice, when you see Naroda noticing it, you sort of notice it too. But you have that weird feeling like you did when you were children, sitting at the adult table. And then suddenly, crash, the table falls back down to the ground. It must have levitated three inches uh, off the, the floor, but it crashes down and some of your things rattle and spill and people at other tables look over at you um like what's all the noise yeah oh um i'm gonna look under the table like kind of like just bend down don't get down on my hands and knees and stuff just your legs Hmm. It's actually a big, heavy table. Yeah. Oh, so this is like a um, seance, yes? Table lifting? Yeah. Something but... akin to that. I think this might be our our friend. And in yellow. In the yellow suit? Yeah. Yes. Everybody do deck rolls. Oh God! <laughs> well, hard nineteen. Oh. It is my turn to get an O eight. So in below a ten. Regular. I got a hard success. Regular. Everybody, everybody made it. Ooh. Very yes. well. Um. All right. So as you're sitting there and sort of. Thinking about this, the next next you've eaten the fish, the uh, the chicken comes, and um, uh, as you are eating, are we the ch- at a are we at a table of five? Is that how? Yeah, you're at a round table. We, yeah, yeah. Um, as as you're eating the chicken, um, something doesn't quite taste right all of a sudden and it was it was tasting fine a moment ago um but as you look down at the chicken on your plates you suddenly notice that they're squirming mm. Ugh. Oh, here we go. Sam. <laughs> um 
the waiter comes over, is there everything all right? And when you look back at your plates, they're perfectly normal. Uh, every, yes, everything is is fine. Getting uh, full. Uh, what is the next course? Um, I don't know. Um, Calamari. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 the portions are small so that you can have right. multiple courses. You're yeah. expected to enjoy the meal over, a, I, over, yeah, over time. Um, everybody, once again, do text rolls. Jeez, come on, baby. Yeah, no, that failed me. 38 is a regular success. Okay. 98. I'm at the opposite end now. I've got a 92. Oh. I'm the only one Yeah. So Gunter, um, you're you're sitting there. They bring out the next next course. Um, uh, you reach for your wine glass, and as you you're reaching for it, you're suddenly looking at it, and you realize that the wine in your glass isn't clear. It's thick and red, and um, it doesn't look like wine. It looks like blood. Mm-hmm. And when you set it back down on the table, the bowl of 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 the glass starts to fill up, and all of a sudden it starts to overflow onto the table, and it it startles you, and you you sort of knock it over, and as you do the. The wine, which is now wine, sort of forms a very strange thing on the table as you are looking. Oh, what? Um, is that like on a placemat or something, or is it just on no, the table No, it's cloth? on the tablecloth. <laughs> Can't pick it up. Okay. Um, I pointed it out to everyone else. Go. And kind of shaking. I was like, "Do you see see that?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this meal is not uh, a wholesome place for us. Doctor Roland, do a dex roll. Forty-two is a regular. Okay. You you say that as you're looking around, kind of stunned. By now, the stain is sort of bled out, and it's no longer looking like that. Um, you you suddenly, for some reason, and you don't know why, you reach down and you grab the steak knife off the table, and it burns your hand like ice. <laughs> But you can't let it go. And as you you look at it in pain, you suddenly stand up and you start doing this with the knife in the air. And then it it you let you manage to let it go. Your hand isn't hurt. The the knife falls. Um at this point, there's people that are like the waiter comes over and he says, um, gentlemen, is everything all right? Do we need, uh, do you need something? Uh, I think, I think we'll have to call dinner early for us. 
Very good. Yes. <laughs> I stand up to okay. step away from the table. So you guys get up. You head out into the lobby. You're going back up to your rooms. You're That's still holding down. you're still holding your uh uh light. Yeah, I wonder if we should consider going back to the haunted hotel, which was less haunted, the Vanoli. <laughs> yeah. They might have electricity, and uh, this disturbance is troubling. Uh, I'd be fine sleeping here. If, if if we get more disturbances in our room, then we'll go, or at least I'll go. But I'll, we don't need light to sleep. I'm going upstairs to bed. Did okay. the the gesture that I was that I was being uh, as a puppet? Did it remind you of something? Yeah, like you were stabbing somebody to death. Yeah, yeah. No, it's anything in particular though. No, but I mean the the French soldiers, right? There was a stabbing to death and some kind of yeah. dog animal corpse found, wasn't there? I'm looking. It was like a corpse was found, but there was a, a a body that was destroyed beyond recognition, which reminded me of the body in the alley in Milan, where I heard right. one cry, and then the body was merely obliterated as if by something much more than human. So you head up the stairs, heading towards your rooms. For some reason, the hallway looks longer in the dark. And um, Theodore, you were going up first. Um, you're, you're walking. Uh, everybody's right, right behind you. And all of a sudden, Theodore, Something shoves you really hard. Uh, you slam against the wall. Um, and something whispers in your ear. And it says, Pocketbook. Did any of you hear that? Did we? Maybe. You heard something that sounded I heard, weird. I heard. What did he say? Tal what did it say? Tagebuch. Tagebuch. Diary. Yeah, journal. Day okay. book. So yeah, this this journal's. Uh, uh, hmm. Maybe that's what disturbed the uh, translator, not the words, but. Yeah. Theodore, when you hold it in your hands, it feels cold. Yeah, the knife was cold also. Yeah, something so is wrong with this, this book. Uh, Show yourself. Is this... Are we, are we speaking to Winkelmann? Who, who is this? The, uh, the flame in the hurricane lamp sputters. You guys are standing in the hallway, by the way. Mm. Oh. 
I'll go to our room. I, yeah, let's go let's to our get room. Into one, let's get into yeah. one room together. Try to focus some light and uh, organize ourselves. So I'll, I'll put the book firmly on one of our tables, right in the middle of it. Okay. And then stand back, looking at it. You guys are all standing around looking at the book sitting on the table. Yeah. So, <laughs> Do I recall that we have uh, two doubles in a single room? Is that how things were arranged? We got rooms that had like the adjoining door. It seems, yeah, budgety. Yeah, you'd want to do that. As opposed to you all paying for your own rooms. So maybe we are in the center room where it's easiest for us all to sure. get to the the pieces. Yeah. I, maybe we order up a, a carafe of coffee and uh, put this. I wonder if there's a way to bind this book in something so that it ceases to be so active. I'd be willing to just put it in my coat pocket and try to sleep with it. Maybe some knowledge could come to me in a dream. Might be a nightmare, but at least it might be some knowledge. How's your German, Thursby? Oh, not good. It should probably be someone that understands German. Perhaps Bloch or I should have it if we are going to try to understand what this thing is saying. Tagebuch. Yeah. Uh... The room that you're in, the door suddenly swings open. Um, with enough force to where it sort of slams against the wall. And then it just sort of creaks half open. Yeah, is this Winkelmann? Door slams closed. Someone else has a ghost. Was it? Uh, Lantern was flickering? It? Not Arky. at the moment. What was that dude's name? Archangel or his murderer? Archangeli, yeah. Archangeli. He's, a, he's, a, he's Italian, or at least he passed himself off as Italian. Archangeli? Oh, boy, you say that. Um, yeah. Oh. Uh. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the table begins to tremble, making noise, and uh, the... Uh, you can hear distinctly in the air the word Tagebuch. Look, we... If taking that medallion to where it was supposed to go will bring you peace, we need you to tell us where it is. The room suddenly starts to get colder. The uh, kerosene lamp uh, that you're holding goes out. The only light in the room is the fireplace. And it mm -hmm. suddenly starts to get low. And then suddenly the fire in the fireplace bursts into life, except that the fire is blue. It begins, you know, raging sort of up and lighting the whole room in blue. Um, the temperature starts to go down. Theodore, you realize that the book is freezing cold. So, so when you say the room's 
lighting up in blue that's lighting up with light not lighting up like lighting on fire no no correct it's the light from the fireplace (laughs) (laughs) make sure to like either run for my life or be scared the uh the room temperature is dropping um frost is beginning to form on the windows on the inside um I'll try to. Uh, is there a towel or anything like that I can quickly wrap the the book in? Um, sure. Yeah, you can yeah. grab a towel from the bathroom. Yeah, I, I I'd like to just do that. And if my room's adjoining to the one side or the other, I'd like to just quickly bring it into the next room. Well, hold on, Theodore. Wait a moment. The book is so cold that it burns your fingers like uh, 3D, like 3D, like uh, third degree cold, dry ice. Oh, even through the towel. Oh, well, oh you haven't gotten the towel yet. But um, oh, oh. when you try to leave the room, you open the door to either the bathroom or to your room. The door just slams closed in your face um, oh, to keep I- you in the room. I think something wants us to stay here. We've got some business to conclude, I believe. Everybody What's your wish? Yeah. 38 is a regular success. Extreme success. Okay. Say nothing. Then Theodore notices it first, but there's sort of that, that sort of crackling sound of ice um, you you look up and you notice that literal icicles are forming on the the lamp, you know the 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 one that's in the room. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but directly across from you, at the window to the outside, the frost is sort of forming a kind of odd shape or picture in the window. Oh, that's that's not good. That that does not look. Friendly. Three faces. Like masks. Like what he was writing about briefly in his journal. It's what was driving him mad, and now we're close to it. Starting to see the same thing. Was there a shape like that on his tomb, on his cenotaph? There was not. But it does sort of look like some sort of so Roman monument, sort of Roman monument, yeah. yeah, something like that. Okay, Finkelman, we hear you. You are freezing us. What do you want us to do with the Tagebuch? Was sollen wir mit dem Tagebuch? The uh, the the uh, blue flame dies down quickly the cold sort of leaves the room the ice on the window begins to melt and all of a sudden the regular fire almost explodes out of the the fireplace for a second nobody's really close to it so nobody gets burned but uh everything suddenly goes back to normal the room's cold but it's going back to normal hmm Okay. So, 
wasn't the fish I ate. No, we have evidently proof of a kind of life after death, although perhaps he didn't die in the normal sense, given what he said in his diary. Uh, uh, are we to assume that the image that he put on the on the window pane is where we can find the medallion? That's Romanesque kind of crest with a and the face was like the face you saw in the in the blood vine, yes? Yes. Does anybody want to do a a cult or mythology? I have oh, plenty yeah, of a cult. I've got some decent occult. Fifty-nine is a regular success. Anybody get 15, better? Nope. Yeah. <laughs> nope. No. All right. Well, you got you got a success anyway. Um, there's something about the both the things that seem just a little familiar. Um, reminds you of a like the green man that you see in sculpture, hmm. but in this case, it was a little bit more old. So maybe Bacchus. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, uh, the, uh, yeah, a grotesque, meaning like a, in a grotto, like in a cave, these faces, they sometimes made into fountains. Mm -hmm. There's wine spitting creatures, something like that. I wonder if there's something at the museum we have already visited. It would be amusing if the missing medallion was in the museum the whole time. It also would not surprise me to see if the, uh, the Termona family had a, a sculpture of this kind. They have been collecting antiquities for quite a long time. The writing desk in the room starts to shake. Um, the drawers all fly open. And um, hotel uh, uh, stationery uh, goes flying all over the place. I'll grab a um, piece of paper and a pen and I'll just sit down with both and I'll just try to just try to empty my mind. Be possessed. <laughs> yeah. Just like auto automatic just grading or whatever. Let it. I, I'm just trying to like clear my mind and try my best to calm down holding the two. All right. Um, to a. We'll have your bowl. You you start scribbling on the uh, the paper, um, and after a moment, you feel like something like your arm kind of goes numb, which is weird. Uh, you feel cold, and suddenly your hand writes a single word across the page: Marco Polo. And then you feel like you're released. Where's my history? Yeah, history's garbage. Um. Well, do you know you guys have history? Somebody's got yeah, history. Yeah, I've got, I've got a lot of history. He's an explorer. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, I know that, but I, I have history. Well, I was wondering, was he buried here? Was he like from here? As, like my history's five. So any anybody with history would know. I mean, Marco Polo who would that yeah. know. Uh, Marco Polo was Venetian. As far as you know, he never set foot in Trieste. Perhaps it wants us to play the children's game, Marco Polo. It's a little cold for that. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. So we would take a trip to the east oh. like Marco Polo did. It's rather off the Orient Express. It does not go to Beijing, I think. Well, hmm. yeah, I mean, I doubt it's an anagram because, like, that'd be. Did we see something like this when we are in Venice? I mean, there was lots and lots of sculpture. Yeah. Why would you even remember? Is there. Is there. Back to the museum, other Venetian anything. You haven't seen anything Venetian in this town. Yeah. Was was there the the there was a painting of oh no no yeah Winkleman like did he have a medallion was he wearing a medallion by any chance in that painting I don't think so I don't remember wait. Just wondering, like, if maybe no. he was, maybe he's he actually open shirted like me. Okay. I mean, there, like, there's the Basilica San Marco, but that's no, this is roughly specific. Yeah, this is Marco Polo. Okay. Thinking if there's anything in the travel guide that um yeah yeah I think so if Here. only these uh cult victims and undead spirits could be a little more specific. This is Northeast business there, and this Marco Polo business over here. It's like they want you to solve a mystery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, He's correlates to now, but now we've got this mystery. <laughs> so I vote, Gunther, you should snuggle up with the journal tonight and have a dream. There's uh, the, let's see, there's an open air museum that's a disused burial ground full of Roman antiquities. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, 
full it's Roman a, It contains a monument decorated with an allegorical relief of a Dalian portrait and fragments <clears throat> of an Amazonian free. I have heard worse suggestions. Yeah. Well, we uh, definitely this Marco Polo. Let's see, there's the Catriel San Guiesto, which is a cathedral that is part of the foundations or uh, of an ancient Roman temple. Oh. Mm. Well, the Kenza Hotel Vanoli goes back to ancient days and is perhaps where uh, Winkelmann would have had his last opportunity to hide the medallion, yes? Perhaps it's even in the, somehow it is uh, incorporated in the sculpture of the broken man on the wheel outside, which is difficult to think of practically, but aesthetically is appealing. So he went to hide the medallion from Arkin Nesley. All has to link. <laughs> Yeah, somehow we 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 have we have the end result, which is uh, the caves. But we need the medallion, and somehow what we've just learned links to must link to where this medallion is. But we need to. Yeah, he he was on his way to the caverns, but he also mentioned that he was hiding it yeah, from Argent. Yeah. Arcan Arcanelli. Arcangeli, Arcangeli. So he was in a hotel or something like that. Mm. He was where but he was He would have put it somewhere where no maybe somewhere or somewhere old. So Naruda's probably not on the wrong tracks looking at sites like that. June. He said, I managed to give that rogue, Arcangeli, the slip and have hidden the medallion. I am certain now that he intends to steal it as I came upon him searching my room. I shall have to wait until I am no longer watched and make my own way to the caverns at Adelsburg to deliver the amulet. I yeah. dare not go there without it. So he's but talking about hiding it, but then going there to deliver it. So... Did he deliver it? Maybe it's no longer hidden. Maybe it is in the cave. But if it's he in the cave, he delivered so, Okay, it. I don't think it's in the He never made it to the cave. But He never made it to Adelsburg. Again, at the Garret, the Giardino Lapiardo, the medallion portrait, medallion portrait Marco Polo. Yeah. MP, MP. Maybe. Oh. Or I'm just grasping what, at straws and I've completely lost my mind. But <laughs> yeah, it is. But I'm gonna be honest. That sounds like a, a perfect uh, clue to go upon, even if it's a dead end. At least it's yeah. something. Yeah, I like it. Let's do it. Let's double down. It's medallion not open doesn't open until 10 a.m. tomorrow. <laughs> mm. Well, we wait till 10 a.m. tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Does it say what time the Roman antiquities place? Or is that an open air? We'll say 10 a.m. <laughs> yeah. Well, so it's Italian, the place you mentioned is like, an open open air museum. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um that opens daily at 10 a.m. Okay. 
Uh, it's free on Sundays, damn it. Nice. Oh, just missed it's it. too Lira. <laughs> why, why don't we wait Otherwise. until Sunday <laughs> there to save a couple a couple Lira. Lira. <laughs> couple Lira. The, the ghost is going to be so pissed with, with us each night. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to pay for stuff, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mm. Yeah, he was murdered on the 8th of June. 8th yeah. of June. Yeah, okay. This, uh, I'm sorry, you recall also the name of the the assistant, the manservant at the Taramano estate? Marco. Uh, um, Marcus. Marcus. Yeah, Marcus. Marco, I think. I have written down Marco. Half I think the population Marco, is named Marco. <laughs> Marco is closer to Marco than Medallion is closer to Marco. If we're going to go for anything that spells M and P. Yes, but we, we are looking... Museo Palazzo. We are looking for a medallion, and the medallion... For, it's a strike, but... I mean, yeah. It right. just so happens that there's a place full of Roman antiquities that mentions medallion. In yeah. This book. I like that. It is worth a look because his servant is shady and we definitely need to look into them. But it's also worth looking at these two locations because what have we got to lose? <laughs> I... Time. Famous last words. <laughs> also, and ten, ten lira. <laughs> the military police are also MPs, so we ask all the military police we find. Are you yeah. Marco Polo? <laughs> Maybe it's a code word. Or I don't know. I think we should move all the beds into one room tonight in case there's more ghost activity. I do not wish to sleep in the dark. Well, the beds wouldn't fit all in one room, but we could open the doors. Open. The adjoining doors will will wedge Leave open. open. Yeah, and yeah. then actually wedge them open. I'll put like a chair in between, so no ghostly slamming shut. And uh, I wonder what happened to the redheaded fellow. I wonder. Oh man, he's having a bad night. I don't think those uh guys that grabbed him were going to treat him kindly. He is sadly, probably. Alright, so my last question. When you go to bed, I would like you all to roll uh, power rolls. (laughs) Oh, 24 is a hard. Six. That's 45 out of 50. I I just succeeded. Ninety-three. Ouch. Oh, 67 out of 65. Just missed it. All right. You missed it. Then roll a what does it say? 1d6. And that is how many magic points you lose. Ow. Four. Yeah. Six. Oh, so that's going to affect your tomorrow morning. Mm. Uh, 
it's going to be you're going to have a restless, restless night. It makes you yeah. even feel a little sick, a little headachey, a little bad. <laughs> but we will pick up on the next morning when we play next week. Our players included Morgan Llewellyn, David Gasway, Stuart Lively, Keith Craig, and Josh Harwood with yours truly as the Keeper of the Secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with other members. You can set up private games, and you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you would like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answer any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming. <laughs>